Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, where we inspire you to build a life of purpose and joy. Our aim is to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence. I'm your host, Julie Clough, Certified Life Coach and Grief Specialist. Hello, my friends. Welcome to Episode 70, Spirituality. Spirituality. Well, let's see if we can say that. Spirituality. (laughs) It's a mouthful. It's a tongue tire for some reason. For some reason. I am recording this early in the morning. And so good morning. It may not be morning for you, but it is for me right now. And I am looking out at a snowy wonderland. I'm looking at snow-capped mountains and we have icy roads here and snow everywhere. It was blowing so hard yesterday, in fact, that my whole, I've got a little front porch on my house and it was covered with snow, which that doesn't happen very often. Usually the little covering on that, on that front porch protects it from the snow, but nope, everything is covered with snow. It's still covered from our big storm yesterday. But first, before we get started on spirituality, have you registered for the webinar yet? Healing Body, Mind, and Spirit. Have you registered for that yet? It's right around the corner, March 3rd. Be sure to register for that today. I'm excited to meet with you live and be able to share some important things with you and illustrate what I'm talking about. Because on the podcast, you just listen to me. But on the webinar, I'll be able to show you what I'm talking about. Of course, if you can't make it live, that's okay. When you register, I'll be sending you the link to the to watch the replay and everyone who registers will get the replay. The link is right here in the show notes, so be sure to do that. Let's talk about spirituality. When you hear that word, what do you think of? What do you think of? Here's what some of the great teachers have shared about spirituality. So Mahatma Gandhi said, When I admire the wonders of a sunset or the beauty of the moon, my soul expands in the worship of the Creator. Spiritual relationship is far more precious than physical. Physical relationship divorced from spiritual is body without soul. Martin Luther King, Reverend King said, If we are to go forward, we must go back and rediscover those precious values, that all reality hinges on moral foundations, and that all reality has spiritual control. Buddha said, just as a candle cannot burn without fire, men cannot live without a spiritual life. Wayne Dyer, Wayne Dyer said, in my own life, I know that my state of cheerfulness is a reliable gauge of my level of spiritual enlightenment at that moment. The more cheerful, happy, contented, and satisfied I am feeling, the more aware I am of my deep connection to spirit. I love these quotes, and I love these these good people who have lived a life of spirituality and teach us. My own spiritual practice includes Jesus Christ as my Savior, and this is what he had to say. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and suffer the loss of his soul? He also said, I say unto you, ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. And I believe those words. The gravitational pull of grief and loss and pain is strong. 
it's strong. If you think about the gravitational pull to the earth, it's strong. We don't easily leave the gravitational pull. What do we need in order to move outside the outside of gravity? We need a rocket ship. If we're going to get outside the gravitational pull of the earth, we need a rocket ship with a ton of fuel, a powerful machine with a ton of fuel. And when you find yourself in grief, it is a state of low vibration. In fact, I'm going to be talking about that, this whole idea of the, the vibrational, low vibrational effect of grief and the other emotions that come along with that. But if you're going to get outside of that strong pull, so grief, grief is normal. Grief is natural. It is part of the healing process, but we could easily stay there just like we easily stay on the earth. We easily stay on the earth. We could easily stay in grief and pain. If we don't have the right tools and the right fuel, because to move beyond the pull of gravity, we need a rocket with fuel and tools and strategies and routines and the help that we get. That's the body of the rocket. That's the tools. That's the, the instrument to do that. Our spiritual growth, our reliance and belief in a higher power, our ability to lean on that power is the fuel that propels us out of the bitter, out of the victimhood, even, even out of the threat of mental illness and to greater heights, to greater learning and growth and success. And like I said, for me, that's faith and hope in God. The rocket alone or the fuel alone will not get us there. We need the tools, the strategies, the help, and the fuel. And we need to invest in the fuel and recognize and be grateful for the fuel. That's spirituality. I have told you before that I like to play tennis. I like to play tennis. And there's a term called the sweet spot. And that, that term is used in you know, baseball with a baseball bat and hitting a, um, hitting the baseball and some other things, but, but I play tennis. And so the sweet spot on a tennis racket is hitting the ball on the strings in the middle of the strings instead of the, the racket frame. We're not hitting it at all. So we get the most strength. We get the most power when we hit the sweet spot, when we hit the sweet spot in the strings. And I think of our spiritual strength as a continuum. So on one side, on one side of the line, we might have those that, that pray and they just, they totally rely on their faith for healing, which is awesome. I'm not, that is good, but they take no action. They don't invest in their own growth and healing. They take no action. They pray. And, and that is their, their action is that they pray and hope that God will miraculously heal them. Then on the other end of the spectrum are those that, that take all kinds of action. They search and they search and they search with, but they search without spiritual power. They search without relying on a higher power. 
and they, they take action. And sometimes that action that they take is not even helpful because sometimes the action people take to get out of pain is to numb the pain, numb the pain with alcohol or drugs or overeating or, or working all the time. That's the action they take. But the sweet spot, the sweet spot is right in the middle. It's where we take effective action. We take effective action while relying on God to help us, while relying on a higher power to help. We partner with God. We partner knowing his omnipotence and that he created you. You partner with him knowing he created you with your own special interests and talents. It's when I have a goal and I include my Heavenly Father in my plans that I can feel the spiritual strength to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Partnering with God looks like I am the apprentice. I am the junior, junior, junior partner learning and practicing skills. And God is the senior partner. He is omnipotent. He knows the end from the beginning. He sets up the structure and provides the guidance. But he also expects me to work. He expects me to do something. He expects me to show up. In James, in the book of James, uh, this is chapter 2, verse 17, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. We have faith and we work. We have a spiritual practice and we take action. We can't just sit at home, sit in our room and pray and read our scriptures and expect everything to be okay. We're expected to go out and seek and work. I'm so super grateful that I had a spiritual practice before my beautiful daughter Carrie died, before my wonderful son, David died. I'm so glad I had a spiritual practice because every bit of healing, every bit of hope, every bit of progress and light in my life came from one decision. It came from continuing to believe in God, despite my pains and my griefs and my traumas, because it is difficult. It is difficult to feel the spirit of God when you're in tremendous pain. It's even more important. It's even more important, even when we can't feel the spirit of God, even when we can't feel because our, our emotions are overrun with the pain of loss. It's even more important to hold on to spiritual practices, despite how you feel. These practices may look different after the impact of tragedy, but a simple spiritual practice can have tremendous impact in your life. When I was a young mom living in Florida, I was asked by my bishop, who was the leader of our congregation, to teach a daily early morning Bible study class. It was for the high schoolers from our church, and they would come before they started school every day. And one night, I went to a training meeting for the teachers um, that taught like I did. And I witnessed the speaker pick up his scriptures and testify of the power of the book, not just the words, but the book itself. He said, when you hold the scriptures, you can feel the power in them. 
And I believed his testimony of the scriptures and his words. They, they rung true. They hit my heart. His words remained with me as a reminder of the importance of the spiritual. We would never think of not feeding our body and we are educated to feed our intellect, but we do not recognize the literal necessity of feeding our soul. As a young kid, maybe you remember this too. I remember how much I loved the tiny pocket sized New Testaments with Psalms and Proverbs that were given out. And I, they meant a lot to me. And I loved those little books. I loved the size. I loved the lightweight pages, the tiny, tiny words. And because of my injuries from the accident, after the accident, I had difficulty picking up my full-size scriptures, but I had a small pocket-size version that my mother had recently given me for Christmas. And I was reminded of my love for those small Bibles from when I was in elementary school. And I held this book of scriptures, this small book that my mom gave me to my chest to feel the power of the book and the promises contained them. While I laid in bed, I held the book. And I attempted to read the verses, but my concentration was non-existent. I could not concentrate. And trying to understand what I read was a futile effort. But I believed in the power of the book to help me heal, whether I understood or not, whether I could read and understand or not. So, so I continued to hold the book and read in short spurts. Did you have a spiritual practice before your loss and grief? Did you find that you abandoned your spiritual practice during your grief? This is not uncommon. Spirituality touches your emotions. And in grief, your emotions are overwhelmed. So you can't feel the spiritual like maybe you did in the past. It's even possible to question your belief system after loss. In the grief recovery handbook, they address spirituality and, and faith. And here's the quote. There are two very distinct probabilities following a loss. One, your religious or spiritual faith may be shattered or shaken. Or two, regardless of the nature of the loss, your faith is undamaged. It is most often the death of a child or a sudden tragic accident that creates a major breach in a person's faith. We suggest that the griever work first on his or her relationship with the person who died. After completing the pain caused by that loss, faith usually returns naturally and often with renewed intensity. For those whose faith is not damaged, we encourage them to use the power of their faith to give them the courage to take the actions of grief recovery. Unquote. I'm grateful that I continue to practice spiritual spirituality even during my grief, even though I didn't feel the connection to it in the same way I did before. Because when I did release the pain of grief, my faith was intact and it was thriving and stronger than ever, just like they suggested in the book. Now I can feel the spiritual. Now I can feel that connection that was so difficult to feel in the middle of my overwhelming grief. If you had a spiritual practice before, consider picking it back up again. 
and just practice. It's what it is. Practice, right? Practice and continue to practice spiritual things. Even if you can't feel it, knowing that this is just part of the season of grief, your spiritual practice may look totally different than mine. Mine includes prayer. It includes scriptures every day. I meditate, but I don't meditate all the time, but I do, I do enjoy meditation. I have a gratitude practice. Your practice may look different. You may pray. It, your practice may include reading spiritual literature, such as the scriptures or other inspirational materials. I've been hearing a lot of good things about a book called Jesus Calling. It's a daily devotional book. Maybe you have something that you enjoy. I haven't read it yet, but I'm, I, so a book that I, I've got my eye on. Your spiritual practice may be meditation. It may be quieting your mind so you can be grounded and inspired. It might be a breathing ritual or a gratitude practice. Your spiritual practice may include a combination of these rituals, just like mine does. And if you don't have a spiritual practice, I invite you to start now. You wouldn't consider going without food to fuel your body. We eat every day. Be sure to feed your spirit every day as well. It's an important element of self-care. Self-care includes, you know, like, we, we think about our body. We are sure to feed our body, to bathe, to brush our teeth, to use other good hygiene to take care of our body. That's part of self-care too. Fuel your soul, your spirit as well with inspiration, daily inspiration, and spiritual sustenance, spiritual food. Your higher power is all about healing. Listen to all the spiritual leaders. Their message is healing. Call on your higher power to be a part of your healing. And then get to work and do the work to heal. Thanks for joining me today. Remember to subscribe in your podcast app so you'll get the new episode each Wednesday. And be sure to leave us a review. We love hearing from you. As a grief coach, I work with you right where you are. And I gently lead you through grief and rebuilding your life. You'll discover healing like you didn't know was possible. Schedule your free discovery session today at buildalifeafterloss.com. Remember, I believe in you. Talk to you next week. Thank you.